Are you looking forward to the holiday season but feeling a little anxious, maybe a little apprehensive, a little worried? Chances are you may need to set some boundaries around your holidays. In fact, I encourage it. I highly recommend it. Yes, you can set boundaries around the holiday season. And in this episode, we are going to dive into a lot of different ways and areas in your life in which boundaries are warranted. And I'm going to walk you through some guiding questions that you can ask yourself that will help you figure out exactly what boundaries you need to set and how to go about setting them so you can set yourself up for success this holiday season. You guys, this is a good one. So I recommend grabbing a pen and paper, playing this episode more than one time and going to the show notes and clicking the link there that will that will lead you to my blog. And on my blog, I have all of the guiding questions right there for you. So you don't even have to worry about writing the questions down per se, but I do recommend that you grab the questions from the show notes and still take some notes as you listen to this episode because this is really going to help make sure that you are having a joyful, peaceful, and successful holiday season without all the stress and the overwhelm and the pressures to prove. So let's dive into this episode together. Let's get ready to set some holiday boundaries and let's make sure our holidays are, for lack of better words, awesome. Okay, but before we dive in, really quickly, speaking of the holidays, I have the perfect Christmas gift for you and or your spouse or someone else on your list that might be a music person or music lover, or maybe they love to exercise or anything that would warrant need for some awesome Bluetooth headphones. My favorite headphone company, Studio, that's S-U-D-I-O, Studio, is having an amazing sale this week. They are giving us 25% off all of the headphones on their website, but here's the kicker. You can take an additional 10% off if you use my code, CarolineStudio10. So that's a total of 35% off Bluetooth wireless noise-canceling headphones. These headphones are of the utmost quality. These headphones, not only are they noise-canceling, not only is the, the, the sound quality just superb, but you literally feel like you're in a surround sound situation when you have these headphones on. These headphones are perfect for exercising. They're perfect for um, tuning into Zoom, meet, Zoom meetings. Hello, I can talk tuning into Zoom meetings and needing to cancel out distractions. They're perfect for going to work at a coffee shop and, again, canceling out distractions. These are headphones that I believe we all need because, hey, number one, we need to treat ourselves sometimes. This has been a really difficult year, and sometimes you just need to tune out to your favorite podcast. Hello, Mission Motherhood, am I right? to your favorite worship song. Let's get lost in some worship. Okay, these headphones will help you do that. Sometimes we just need to tune out and go for a walk or a run or a jog or whatever it is that you can tune out to. I really think that having a really great quality pair of headphones will help do that and help give you sort of a little oasis that every single mama needs. And let's be real, our husbands probably need it too. So this is the perfect opportunity to grab a really amazing Christmas gift for your spouse or yourself. And I say or, but I really think it should be and. And do so while this amazing sale is going on. This is one of the biggest sales studio has ever had. 35% off their headphones, 25% off already when you go to their site, no coupon needed. But if you want that 35%, you got to use my code CarolineStudio10 to get the extra 10% off, okay? That's Caroline Studio. 
10 to get the extra 10% off for a total of 35% off any pair of studio headphones. All right, without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome to the Mission Motherhood Podcast, a podcast created to help you conquer the mental load of motherhood so you can be intentional with the missions God has called you to both in and out of motherhood. Here, you will learn how to manage it all, your time, your home, your family, your career, and more so you can go from feeling overwhelmed and stretched thin to mothering with joy and living fully on purpose for the Lord. If you're ready to change your motherhood narrative, reclaim your joy, own your time, and get back to your mission, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, founder, and CEO of Mission Motherhood, Caroline J. Sumlin. Ready? Let's do this. Hey, Mama, welcome back to the Mission Motherhood Podcast. Today, we are talking about holiday boundaries. And I am really excited for this episode because this is necessary. This is needed. And I think this is something that is not often talked about. I think this is something that, you know, when we begin to see a lot of content around the holidays, we see whether it's just, you know, all the things that your children need or all the gift ideas, of course, you know, there's a lot of content around, um, ways to make your holidays special. Of course, there's um, content around Advent and um, scripture and all all very necessary, all very important. But we are often not talking about setting boundaries during the holiday season. And the holiday season can very easily go from a season of joy and excitement to a season of burnout and resentment really quickly. If we do not set boundaries and we do not continue to make sure that we are cared for and that we are intentional with the things that we do. Last week, um, we had an episode featuring a respectful parenting coach who talked to us about ways to make our holidays intentional for our children. Excellent episode. And that's why I wanted to follow up with um, this week with an episode about boundaries because I I know even when I was interviewing her, I was even beginning to feel ways in which I could go from being very intentional to very overwhelmed. And um, that I didn't want to do. I didn't want to feel that way. I I, I recognize that and realize, you know what? I need to make sure that while I'm planning for ways to be intentional, I'm also planning for ways to make sure that overwhelm and uh, and the mental load that can kind of come with um, the holiday season is not something that takes over because it can re- really easily do so. Um, there can be a lot of pressure around the holiday season. There's pressure um, from family members and potential judgment from 
family members, whether that's extended family, close family, whatever that may be. Sometimes um, people are experiencing financial pressures, especially right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic and an economic crisis, and financial pressures can be great without those things. So even now during these times, financial pressures can feel even more difficult. Um, there can be diff- uh, discomfort or anxiety about your body and um, health and dieting or handling various occasions that involve food. I know that's something that I have been feeling a lot of pressure for myself um, with this, you know, leading up to the holiday season. I've already been thinking about how I might deal with that. Um, There could be pressure from expectations from your kids, wanting to make sure that you're teaching the true meaning of the season, worried about whether or not you're doing it all right, especially as a Christian, and then also your kids having expectations of toys and gifts. I know that my three-and-a-half-year-old is already getting to that concept and understanding that, you know, Christmas means gifts. And I have family members that ask her what she wants for Christmas, and so now she's getting fed, you know, this idea and this expectation of, gifts galore. And I want to make sure that I'm teaching that, yes, we give gifts joyfully um, during the Christmas season and that and it's more about giving than it is receiving and that it's that it's, you know, yes, well, we, we can't wait to bless you because we love you. But at the same time, this is not a season to be super greedy and just thinking about me, me, me and all the things that I want. I know that's very difficult for children. So I want to teach that, um, you know, teach the heart of the season. And I'm worried about that. I'm worried about doing it right. I'm worried about honoring God the right way. I'm worried about the different things that I might read and, and, and see on social media and, oh, I should be doing it like her. Oh, she's, you know, saying this better about Jesus and maybe I'm not saying it as well. So I, I experience a lot of overwhelm when it comes to that, which leads me into the next one. Social media comparison. That is a huge one. Um, social media comparison is, of course, huge regardless. You add in holidays and you add in how somebody has their Christmas tree decorated and how they have their presents perfectly matched or whether or not they were able to afford this gift for their children and you weren't or whatever the case may be and immediately you begin to compare and you can fall into um some really negative mental space. So there's just a lot that can that can um really feed into that pressure around the holiday season and I don't mean this to sound super negative. I I don't want to just take the joy away and take the fun away. But at the same time, I want you all to be prepared. I want us to be prepared. I want us to be able to make sure that we are setting the right boundaries so that we can stay joyful, so that we can be present, so that we can truly enjoy the season without all this extra unnecessary pressure because we have control as much as we possibly can. We have we can set boundaries. We may not be able to to control what somebody else is doing on social media. We can't control what a family member says. We may not be able to control what food options are available if we have dietary restrictions, but we can set boundaries that help us to be able to respond or be in the right the, the right place or be the right mental space to be able to deal with those situations so that they do not affect us to Um, a a large degree, okay? So we are going to talk about how to set boundaries in each area that you need to set them in. And we're going to go over, um, I think there's about eight areas. I'm going to try to be super quick with it. Um, So that's not, I don't want this episode to be too, too long, but these are the areas we're going to talk about today. So the first one is setting, setting boundaries with your spouse. Setting the second area, setting boundaries with your immediate family or, um, and kids that, that kind of goes hand in hand. Um, The third 
area is setting boundaries with your extended family. That would be grandparents, in-laws, um, cousins, aunts, uncles, those kinds of things. Um, the fourth area is setting boundaries, boundaries around food. The fifth area is social media. The sixth area is outings and events, especially with COVID. That's huge. The seventh area is finances. And the eighth area is yourself. Okay. All right. So first boundaries with your spouse, boundaries with your spouse. Okay. So we know the holidays are a time to enjoy your spouse and make joyful memories. But if we are not careful, they can be a frustrating time filled with resentment. And that is true in marriage. Okay. The goal is to work together with your spouse and be a team. But this means that you will have to over communicate in every aspect. Okay. Communication issues is usually the root of most conflict when it comes to our spouses um, and honestly, most relationships. And in the holiday season, this is going to be a time where we have to really do our best to work with our spouses, over communicate, be over intentional in that area so that we can protect the joy, we can protect the mood, the atmosphere. And we aren't allowing some miscommunications and frustrations and unmet expectations come in and steal that joy out of the holiday season. So what you need to do is spend time privately with your husband deciding how you both want the holidays to go, okay? Ask yourselves, what are the non-negotiables you guys want to set? What is important to each of you? Where do you really want or need help in this season that you might be able to anticipate so you can set up a plan now? Ask yourself those questions. In order to be a team, you are more than likely thinking about a lot of different things that, you know, a lot of times I know us moms think that we think about more than what our spouses might, and there, there might be some validity to that, but chances are he's thinking about things that you haven't thought about either. Our brains just work differently. God wired us that way. God gave you things to think about. God gave your husband things to think about. What are you guys both thinking about? What are you guys both anticipating? What are What is it that's on the forefront of your minds when you think about the holidays? And in order to be able to help each other and work together as a team, you all need to say now, what do you anticipate needing help in? Or what is going to be, What where do we need to make a plan around X, Y, and Z, and make those plans now. Try to set them up now so you can be ready instead of going and just starting and doing stuff and then looking at each other later like, well, why didn't you help me here? I didn't know you were doing that here or feeling frustrated about something that could have been completely avoided had you all communicated a lot more clearly, okay? So that would be one of the areas, that, that, that would be one of the ways that I would recommend setting boundaries with your spouse is that you actually come together and set boundaries together. Another one, again, non-negotiables. What's important to each of you? What's important to him? What's important to you? How, how can you all come together on that? Are there, th are there things that you are not willing to budge on? Are there things that he's not willing to budge on? Where can you guys meet each other? How can you guys respect each other um, when it comes to these, these decisions that you all need to make? Okay. All right. The second area is boundaries with our kids. 
So same thing where we're, you're going to continue with this conversation or you're going to have maybe have a, se- a separate conversation with your spouse about um, decide what deciding what you guys want to communicate with your kids about the holidays. OK, and you guys can have some of this thought time alone and then and then you and your spouse can schedule some time to talk about it together. I think that'd be a really great idea. And I would actually recommend that for the above conversation as well, that you present it to your spouse and say that you'd like to have this conversation, but that you guys kind of come prepared with some things that you guys separately go and you write some things down and then you're able to have a really productive conversation because you have already thought through some of the things you want to talk about. Same thing with your, with the conversation about your children. Okay. So you want to spend some time privately maybe thinking about these things and then you can bring them together with your spouse and you guys can um, meet each other and and help each other and work together to make those things happen. Um, And we talk a lot about what you want to communicate to your kids during the holidays in that previous episode I mentioned to you before. But here's some questions that you may want to ask yourselves um, specifically about the boundary aspects with kids um, that you and your husband can then think about together and make a plan for together, okay? Um, Some of the questions are, what are the parameters you want to set around gifts? And how will you communicate that to your kids? That's a huge one. Are you traveling for the holidays? If so, how will you handle various rules and routines while traveling? These are things you want to decide and plan together with your spouse. What parameters do you want to set around food for your kids? Do you need to prepare anything for kids with food allergies or sensitivities so that they have something to enjoy in case there are no other options when you're traveling or visiting relatives? That's a big one, right? And and even if there's no food allergies or sensitivities, there might be some, you know, opinions or or just strong, strong, uh, yeah, strong, strong opinions about feeling like, well, you know, I don't want our children to eat too much of X, Y, and Z, and maybe your spouse is like, yeah, but it's Christmas and they should be able to have all the pie they want or something like that. Or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe you think they should have all the pie they want and maybe your husband's like, no, I think we should have limitations. What what are those things? What are those parameters you want to set now um, so that you can make sure that you guys are always a unified front in front of your children and there's no issues and you have a plan in place for how you're going to implement those boundaries um, so that they can be successful. Also, if there's anything else that comes in mind when it comes to your children, this would be the time to bring that up, okay? So the three main ones would be gifts. What parameters do you guys want to have? Like, uh, you know, one thing they need, one thing they want, one thing. And I know some families do that. I know some families just say, you know, no more than five gifts per child or no more than three gifts per child. I know some, whatever it is that you feel led to do, but you want to make sure you're on the same page with your spouse. You can't be over here thinking, oh, well, you know, I'll just... I think they should only have three gifts and your husband's like, ah, I want to buy them 18 gifts. And and that's, you know, then, then all of a sudden you guys are frustrated and you're fighting and you're bickering because he went out and bought gifts that you didn't really want or something like that or vice versa. It's, it goes both ways. So that's why you want to have these conversations now, set some parameters, and then you can go forth and make sure to be on the same page and implement those. Okay. Point three, boundaries with your extended family, okay? So extended family is another big one. And I think this is where most of us get pretty triggered, okay? So now we're moving into like some of that more emotional stuff that you want to think about how you're setting boundaries around. Extended family can be a triggering. There might be past 
hurt, trauma, pain. Um, you know, there could be potential for judgment or difference of opinion with certain circumstances. And I know sometimes family members might, might like to weigh in their opinion about how you're raising your children or whether or not Billy should have a nap at, cer at a certain time or why is, you know, Josie wearing the pink sweater when I bought her the blue sweater, like all those different things from the small things like that to maybe some really difficult circumstances that are really like I said, triggering and maybe even bring up some trauma, you you really want to think about these things and really make sure you're setting some boundaries around them so that you are not letting that get in the way of your holiday season. So some questions to ask yourself in this category are, what are your triggers with your extended family? What are certain words, phrases, questions, or circumstances that really upset you? These are things you need to set boundaries around. Okay. The next question is, what is your default behavior when you're around your family? Do you go into people-pleasing mode? Do you go into snippy, mo snippy mode? Do you tend to retract and go to introverted mode? What tends to be your defense mechanism when you're feeling overwhelmed or triggered by your relatives? This is where you need to have a plan in place. Recognize what happens so that you can be more aware of yourself. Become aware of your surroundings and recognize that you have been triggered or when you've been triggered and then make your plan for not letting the situation go any further. So you want to make a plan for trying to avoid the triggers. But like I said before, we can't always prevent people, things, etc. from saying things from things happening from the different triggers. We can't always prevent the triggers, but we can have a plan in place for how we respond to those triggers and how we can let those situations not get any further. What's going to be your warning sign for when you need to exit a room or when you need to excuse yourself from a certain situation? What's going to be your exit strategy? What's going to be the phrase that you say? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this out of a place of not having grace for people, not loving people or anything like that, or not having forgiveness towards people. Forgiveness is key. You, In fact, I would recommend that if there's any places where you're harboring unforgiveness, um, around anybody of course but especially people that you might be interacting with during the holidays let like, I, I encourage you to take care of that I encourage you to really approach the Lord with that but but forgiving somebody does not mean that you are now just going to let them continue to walk all over you and trigger you you can also set boundaries and protect yourself so that you continue to heal and you don't take yourself three steps backward after you've made four steps forward in the healing process around these things. Very, very important. Okay. All right. We're moving right along here. Um, area number four, boundaries around food. I know I'm triggered with food between body image, dietary restrictions, maintaining a healthy relationship with food and wanting to be like, you know what? I just want to eat all the pie on Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever that looks like to feeling frustrated because you know that you may feel guilty afterwards or whatever the case may be. Or if you're like me and you have health concerns, you know that that one piece of pie could send you into a health um, flare situation. And that's frustrating for me. I have a lot of um, mindset things I need to work on and boundaries I will need to set around food in order for me to feel like I can have an enjoyable holiday season because food is one of the things we gather around, right? So questions to ask yourself in this area. What is your current relationship with food and how do you want to make sure you protect your relationship with food during the holidays?
That's a big one. Our relationship with food is huge. And I am not a health and wellness coach, but I do know that there's a lot of health and wellness coaches out there that talk about healing your relationship with food. So recognize where your relationship with with food is right now. And what do you want to do to make sure that you are protecting it? If it's in a good place, if it's in an unhealthy place, how can you improve it? You know what I'm saying? There's going to be both. It's either protecting your relationship with food or improving your relationship with food or even maybe it's a both and in certain certain circumstances. I know for me, it's a both and. I can feel frustrated to have an unhealthy relationship because I'm thinking about all the things that I can't have. But I also have a good relationship in the fact of, you know what, if I do choose to make a make a to eat something that may not serve my body all that well as far as ingredients are concerned, I'm making that choice consciously and I'm choosing to maybe suffer the consequences, if you will, in the case that I might get a Hashimoto's flare or something like that. Or I might be choosing to have that cornbread, even though I know it's going to bloat me later because, you know what, I just want some cornbread on Thanksgiving. Like, that for me is protecting my relationship with food instead of being so restrictive and saying, you know what, I'm just going to be restrictive and then resentful because I can't have what I want, you know? That's for me. It may not be the same for you, but whatever it needs to be for you, Make sure that you are thinking about those things in advance. Also, if you do have dietary restrictions or things that are, or not even just restrictions, but just certain diets that you follow or certain plans or certain lifestyles, like, like I do, like I'm paleo, how can you maintain them? Or, um, if there's an area that's really important to you to maintain, what can you do to maintain that, right? So for me, I might want to make sure that maybe I want to dive into making some paleo recipes for Thanksgiving and trying them out. Maybe I make my own cornbread. I've been looking up paleo cornbread recipes. Actually, I'm really curious to see how they try. Obviously, they're not really cornbread, but they look really good on Pinterest. And so I'm thinking, hmm, that might not be a bad idea. So maybe you are coming up with Um, some different recipes to try of your favorite foods that you know you can have like seconds and thirds and fourths while still maintaining your 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 um your lifestyle maybe you are making a couple of desserts that you know like that's gonna you're gonna eat those you're gonna love them you're gonna feel really good other people can enjoy them too but they're not loaded with loaded with ingredients that you don't agree with and it may be not even like sugar like it can be something as simple as like you don't want to use certain oils or you don't want to um you know use ingredients that aren't maybe you get your dairy from a local farm and you want to make sure that you have organic ice cream and you make your own whatever that whatever is important to you it doesn't matter there's no right or wrong answer what's important to you won't be important to somebody else but if there are things that are important to you around food then make a plan and make sure you can feel successful around the holidays so that you can enjoy your holidays and food is not an issue, right? Another question that you want to ask yourself though is how will you honor your body during the holidays? How will you have grace with yourself? If you do say, think you're going to go in and say, I'm not going to have the cornbread because I know corn tears my stomach up, but you have the cornbread anyway. How will you have grace for yourself? How will you honor your body and say it's okay? How will you commit to no guilt no matter what happens around food during this holiday season? That is going to be the big one right there. Even if you make plans and preparations, do so in grace, do so without anxiety, do so without trying to be perfect. You're doing this to set yourself up for success and to prepare yourself for what's important to you. But again, remember, if it's important to you to say, forget it, I'm going to have what I want to have, I'm going to eat what I want to eat, I don't want to be all extra prepared, then girl, do that, do you, and then make sure that you have grace and you don't have guilt later, you're not regretting it the day later, whatever choices you make, 
own those choices and enjoy it. That's the main part right there. What do you have to do to be able to own those choices and enjoy that food and make sure food is not getting in the way of you having an enjoyable holiday season? Area number five, boundaries around social media. These last few areas are going to be pretty quick. We know social media is a huge comparison trigger right there. Okay, so you're going to want to ask yourself, what is your relationship around social media? How do you tend to respond when social media triggers you? And how do you want to feel about social media during the holidays? Ask yourself those questions and that'll reveal to you what boundaries you need to set. Do you need to fast during Christmas? Do you need to have times that you're like, do you need to shorten your hours? Do you need to get off social media by a certain time every day and get on maybe later in the day than you normally do? Do you need to stay off social media on certain days of the holidays Etc. Like there's a lot of things that you could potentially do. Um, and maybe you have no issue with social media whatsoever. That's okay too. But maybe that boundary is more so around making sure that you're present. Maybe you get addicted to it and you're not present um, at the holiday table or you're so busy Instagramming your Christmas that you're not really present with your Christmas. Think about things like that that really matter to you. And also think about what what um, messages you're sending your children. And I need to work on this as well. I have a tendency to be on my phone a lot, especially because like like in the evening time because I'm usually not on my phone that much during the day. And then it's hard for me because I want to kind of tune out a little bit, but I also need to be mindful of well what. What am I telling my children when we're sitting around eating dinner? So I want to make sure I'm being mindful of those things as well. I'm literally preaching to myself too. All right. Boundaries around outings, okay? There are a lot of outings that happen during the holiday seasons and feeling the need to be there or the should do this can lead to burnout and resentment. Now, totally understand we're in the middle of a pandemic. However, People are still going to do things. I, that's just real. We see the number of cases going up. People right now are living their life as if there's no pandemic, with an exception of maybe adding a mask to their to to what they're doing, right? But that to their to their outfit. That's the new accessory. But we're not under lockdown lockdown orders anymore, and so a lot of people are still traveling. A lot of people are forming their little bubbles. A lot of people are having outings. There's ch- churches are opening back up, etc. So. You want to think about what do you feel comfortable with when it comes to COVID and what don't and what don't you feel comfortable with. And, and you want to say no with confidence or you if you are getting together with people and you're saying, I only want to be there if there's X number of people or if we've all tested negative or if we are all outside or whatever it is that you feel comfortable with, set those boundaries. And if, the, and if people aren't adhering to those boundaries or adhering to those things that you want, then, then that's when you say no, if that's, if that's what's important to you. I know for me and my husband, those things are important to us. We aren't afraid to say no. We We've said no to church events that have been opening back up. We don't feel comfortable because that's just not what we stand for right now. That's not what we believe in. We want to make sure we're being extra safe and extra cautious. So we do say no, even though we see other people that are doing things and they might have their masks on. There may, there may be extra precautions, but there's things that we say no to. And we say no to those things so we can continue to say yes to our little pod of people, which is his parents and my children seeing their grandparents. So that's really important to us. What's important to you when it comes to outings as far as COVID is concerned? And then um, putting COVID aside, what is just important to you in general when it comes to outings? What's important to you in regards to your time and energy during the holidays? What's important to you um, and your spouse and your family as a whole? What are your COVID, we just, um, I just mentioned COVID boundaries. Let's say that again. 
What is important to you in regards to your time and energy during the holidays? What is important to your spouse and your family as a whole? What are an outings that you really want to be at? And what are outings that you're like, eh, I'm okay if we go and I'm okay if we don't, right? Those are, and this is another area where you're going to want to have a conversation with your, with your husband as well. Think about these things, of course, but this is one where if you're married, you guys want to be on the same page around outings. And then you also want to be on the same page around our seventh area, which is finances, okay? So financial triggers during the holidays can really be huge as well. Whether you're feeling frustrated with budget restrictions or feeling like your gift list is extremely long and you're worried about how you're going to get everyone a gift and spread your budget, um, whether that's kid gift expectations, like I mentioned, spouse gift expectations, even expectations for yourself and gifts that you may want. Financial triggers can be a thing, okay? So you want to ask yourself these questions. Are you giving in joy versus giving out of obligation as you're making your Christmas list? Christmas list, excuse me. Where want to what you want to make sure you're giving in joy. You don't want to be giving out of obligation. You don't want to be giving out of a out of a state of well, I want to be perfect here, or I need to do this here. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, you want to make sure that every you're being fair and you're being kind and. We want to give, we want to be generous givers as Christians, as humans, but at the same time, you know, there might be that feeling of like, well, three years ago, Becky sent me a gift, so I need to send her a gift this year. But if, if Becky's gift is not going to be in your budget, then maybe you need to set a boundary around that and, and send a nice card, and that's about all you do. And that's okay. Um, gift giving out of guilt or gift getting gift giving out of a, I should do this because so-and-so did this, or I'm keeping up with the Joneses over here or whatever, when it's not really in your budget, is something that you really want to be aware of, okay? We want to honor God with our money. We want to steward our money well. So really seek him with all of these questions, really, but seek him for wisdom about how you're answering these questions and the plans that you make around these boundaries as you are setting them, okay? So you want to ask yourself, where are you feeling guilt? What is your budget? Remove shame around your budget and stick to it confidently. There should be no shame, whatever your budget is. Really seek guidance and wisdom about that. Really make sure you're in unity with your spouse around what the budget is and then stick with it and remove any shame. There's no shame in your budget, whatever it is. There's no shame in it, okay? That's the budget that God has given you and he's going to supply your need. He's going to supply your needs according to his riches and glory. Are you believing that? That's a, that's a big thing there too. Remember that God is our provider. If there is something that we need, he's going to provide it. He's going to supply that need according to his riches and glory. It's not up to us to worry about how that need is going to be provided. It's up to us to believe in faith that it will. Okay. All right. And now our last area. My goal was to keep this episode to 30 minutes and I'm almost there, guys. It's 28 minutes that I've been recording this so far. Um, our eighth area is boundaries with yourself. Okay. Just a couple questions to ask yourself. Are you being kind to yourself? If you are not being kind to yourself, where do you need to be kinder to yourself? Where do you tend to overdo it? Where do you tend to push yourself? Where do you tend to push your limits? And why? Why do you tend to do that? What are your priorities? What are your actual priorities? Not anybody else's priorities, but yours. And what is your why? What is your why in the season? What is your why for the things that you're believing in? What is the why for the things that are your priorities? What is your why? And then based on all of those, 
all of the all of those answers, what do you need to say no to and what do you need to say yes to? We oftentimes talk about what we need to say no to and that is very important. Very important. But also, what do you need to say yes to? What do you need to say yes to? That's a big one right there. Because saying yes is as important as saying no. When we say yes to things, we're allowing awesome things to happen, awesome things to take place. But we have to say no to things that don't matter so we can say yes to more of what does matter. All right, so I hope this was helpful. That was all eight of our areas. You may want to listen to this a couple of times where you can pause it, take some notes. I give you guys a lot of questions to ask yourself, but guess what? If you go into the show notes, the questions are going to be there as well. So you can copy and paste those questions if you need to or jot them down onto a document or a shared note or something like that and begin thinking about these. I want you guys to really answer these questions. In fact, share them with me if you feel comfortable. Screenshot them or take a picture of your of you writing them down and share them with me on Instagram. Tag me at Caroline J. Someone. I'd love to see you doing these exercises and showing yourself and showing your followers. And of course me, I'm here to cheer you on that boundaries during the holiday season are just as important as everything else that we're talking about. I hope you're staying well, staying safe. I know that you're. if you're listening to this, hopefully we already know who the next president of the United States is. Right now we don't while I'm recording this, but Hopefully by the time this airs, we know that. And I hope that you are just taking care of yourself during this season, really being kind to yourself and just, I can't emphasize it. I can't emphasize it enough. Whatever self-care you need to protect your peace and protect your mental health right now as we enter into the, as we're in the 11th month of this, of 2020, one of the hardest years of our lives, it's more important than ever to take care of yourself. So I hope you are doing that and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Mission Motherhood Podcast. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsumlin.com slash blog. If the content of this episode helped you in any way, please take a few minutes to share this episode with a mama friend, share this podcast to your Instagram stories, and leave us a review in iTunes and subscribe to the show. Thank you so much for listening, mama. See you next time.